0: Coming up next, the Josh Kirby on Sports Podcast.
1: All righty, it is the free agency special here on this episode of the Josh Kirby on Sports Podcast. We'll have all you need to know and so much more coming your way next.
0: Glad you connected. This is Dave Johnson, voice of the Washington Wizards. You have connected to the right place because you are listening to my man, Josh Kirby on Sports Podcast.
1: All righty. Episode 30 of this free agent special, the Josh Kirby on Sports Podcast. All you have, all we need, all you need to know, I'm sorry, I'm stuttering tonight, all you need to know about free agency. We have a lot of moves, as always. I want to thank Rattle and Chips for sponsoring this episode of the Josh Kirby on Sports podcast. Make sure you check them out in stores, Martins, Food Lion, and Giant. And Make sure you try their new salt and pepper chips. And thank you to Miles Swagger by CosmoPremiumBeat.com dot com for opening us up, along with Dave Johnson. I have in studio with me tonight, CJ. CJ, it's been a crazy week, warm weather, and a lot of trades. That have been made, what's going on man, how are you doing? I'm ready, let's get this thing started, I'm ready to talk It's been been a crazy
0: past two days Oh man, yeah,
1: I've been blowing up your phone You've probably like, uh, you've probably almost blocked Uh, me Oh yeah,
0: it's on the (laughs) list, it's on the list, I can tell you that
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but um, we also have a special guest in the studio um, this week We have Dan Dembski, Dan... First off, thanks for joining us in studio, and um, Dan, you do Virginia Tech Sports Radio. You go down there. um, I do. Yeah, and you um, do the radio, and you've started writing for the newspaper, the school newspaper, so first off, introduce yourself. How are you doing today, and tell us a little bit about what you do down there for sports for Virginia Tech.
2: Yeah, thank you. Uh, it's, It's a pleasure to be with you guys. It should be a fun show today. Um, Yeah, I'm a junior at Virginia Tech. Uh, I'm a multimedia journalism major, and uh, Josh did a pretty good job of summarizing it for us. Um, I write for the Collegiate Times. I cover sports. Um, I've only covered one real game. I I covered a women's basketball game probably three weeks ago or so, but I've written several pieces. Uh, During the football season, I wrote some report cards and stuff for the games, which kind of a rough season. Uh, Six and seven on the year, so not not too good. But, um, yeah, so I I write um, for the Collegiate Times, and then I also um, help out at WUVT there, the uh, student-run college radio station. Um, I do the 5 o'clock update every week usually um, and just basically give a brief overview of everything happening with Hokie Sports. And then we have a Sunday talk show I haven't been on in a while. It's about an hour long and we just we cover hockey sports and professional sports as well. So between those two things I stay fairly busy. And uh also I'm taking a play-by-play class right now which is which is really fun. Um
1: Give me signed up please.
2: Yeah, dude, it's taught by uh, Bill Roth who is the former Virginia Tech announcer for for many many years. Um he's he's great. He's taught us a lot of great things about broadcasting so far and um it's it's a really fun class. It's a lot more preparation and a lot more work than I think people think. Play by play broadcasting is. There's a lot that goes into, um, you know, the depth charts and all that jazz. So uh, it's fun, though. It's been, what, it's been a good
1: experience. We're going to go off topic a little bit. Okay. But, that's cool. Uh, uh, so tell us a little bit about that class. Yeah. What, ha, have you learned what goes into play by play and stuff? Yeah.
2: Um. Well, I, I, I think anybody can sit there, anybody who knows a sport well can sit there and announce it, right? And, um, yeah. But there's a lot of finer things that are, um, that you can't just do for the for the first time. Like there's a lot of you have to make a depth chart of all the players, um, learn all their names, numbers, and then of course stats. You gotta gotta compile quite a bit of stats because you have to have stuff to talk about during the game. And uh, we did a Madden game, which was which was pretty fun. We did Chiefs and Rams, which was the which was the was that the Sunday night game or the Monday night game? Yeah, the was Monday like, night. Yeah, game. Yeah, it was fifty-four fifty-one. It wasn't quite that high scoring in our game, our version of that. So. Um, but we did that and we ha that's the only in class one we've done, but we also did an assignment where Doc Emmerich actually we uh, watched one of their games and how many we had to write down how many verbs he used through the whole game. <laughs> Awesome, it was like two hundred <laughs> verbs per 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 period.
1: If you watch, it was insane. Uh, okay, he's, so he he's awesome. Is that Mike Doc Emery? Yeah, he has a special w- on Brian Gumble with Brian Gumble. I on think I've seen that. HBL. Mm-hmm. It's on YouTube. If you haven't checked it out, and my goodness, like the words he comes up with, like it's insane. Oh my. He
0: actually has a list with him of like all the words that he's had to use to basically describe a hockey game. And I don't think – there's nobody better than him whenever – that's why he's always in the playoffs. You will always see him on NBC Sports. But, uh, yeah, taking taking a look into what you do at Virginia Tech, uh, of course, I go to JMU, Mm -hmm. a rival in the state of Virginia. So, (laughs) well, not – no, let's let's not but break no, out and no, fight here. I'm saying, like, of course, I've had the pleasure of meeting some of the broadcast team as well mm-hmm. There's also people in athletic communications over at JMU. Uh, Kurt Dudley is our director of broadcast services, and he has been there for over 30 years. I want to say, and he also teaches classes, as you have stated before, mm-hmm. of broadcasting into of showing broadcasts to individuals, getting them and wanting them to pursue a career in that. And he's also fantastic, and I actually. I've told Josh this when I worked with the Harrisonburg Turks this past summer, he is the PA announcer. And so I got to know him very well during that time. So, uh, I, it's a very tough job for what he does in his voice. I, I I met him and honestly, when I heard him on the broadcast, I was like, wow, he's got a good radio voice. His radio voice is his real voice. So yeah, it's you, he has an act for it, but yeah, that's all.
1: Man, so going back to you Dan um um this play-by-play class. So you mm-hmm. actually did a play-by-play of a Madden game?
2: We did. Um the uh P- Professor Roth, he um I think he made it rookie difficulty for both teams, so he tried to make it so it was high scoring. We had a lot of big plays. And I think we had like a 99-yard touchdown pass. Not of course not ninety nine yards in the air, but you know, it was like sixty yard pass and then a thirty nine yard run or so. We had a block punt for a touchdown. Ooh. So those are the two that stick out to me as the really huge plays we had, but it was it was intense. Like and, and it was weird because you have all these I guess we have I'm not sure how many kids are in the class. It's kind of, it looks like a computer lab almost with like the huge projector in the front and what what we would do is ev- everyone has their phone or recording device and everyone broadcasts during the game so like you call the game as it's happening it's it's really loud like like the game itself is loud and then everybody talking is super loud and it's it's insane so it's it's you can barely hear the game the you can barely hear yourself talk well, so you just kind of have to be ready and prepared for
1: that that, that is happens. pretty interesting it and was
2: it was it was really fun and when we go back next week we're doing we're doing a 2K game so I'm excited. Oh to, my. Excited God. to do that. <laughs> I'm sure it's going to be tough but cuz it's really fast paced. So we'll
0: see. Oh yeah. I just wanted to add one more point. It, it, to that Madden to the Madden <laughs> game of course. You probably saw some plays that was like that would never happen in a real game, okay? Because Always. it's Madden. Always. Dude Thank just caught a ball behind his back with one arm turned around <laughs> basically. Like that's Madden for you. So it might have been a little bit more difficult as Absolutely. well for that. I'm
1: yeah. So, um, Dan, great stuff as always. We're glad you're on the show, and um, thanks for having me. Dan. Yeah, yeah. Keep keep doing what you're doing. It's very interesting. And um, if you could just slide me some money for that play by play class, I now yeah, I'm serious. <laughs> that's it's gonna be a
0: couple thousand dollars. Yeah, for Yeah, then Josh. that those, that those sounds those like be, classes, man.
1: I mean, that sounds like. <laughs> an awesome class that I would actually take. Like, yeah, it's a lot of fun. I'm not sure if JMU offers some like that, CJ. But I just said that they did. Yeah, oh, they did.
0: Yeah. So, JMU is a great broadcasting. So pretty much well. the same thing Similar, Dan does. Tech, yeah. yeah, of course we're not the same sizes in terms of student body as Virginia Tech. Yes, but of course we we offer a great range of sports as well. I mean, and our broadcasting team, our athletic communications staff, is one of the best in the state of Virginia. So yeah. Yeah, I had
2: to choose between Tech and JMU, and I I couldn't have really gone wrong either way because both have great programs. Tech is just getting really off the ground. I think it was 2015 they started the um, the sports media side of it, which is my concentration. So
1: yeah. So um, what are you shooting to do after you graduate? That's, Something sports, football in the press box, or what?
2: You know, I'm trying to get my feet wet well with everything I can right now, um, and that's kind of what I, I mean, I'm not really sure, Honest, to be honest with you. Um, I still have a year left, obviously. Um, I'll probably start in, new, in newspaper, in, in news writing, because that's where everybody kind of starts out anyway. Yeah. And, um, I mean, there's s- several papers around here, so I'm sure, you know, there could be an opening to be had. Hey, so uh, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. Just don't like
0: Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> because he just said on first take today that Tress Wave I, yes. I saw yeah, that. Yes. Okay. End up like that okay. Case. Um. No. I
1: I saw that too. Oh w- what's wrong with Stephen A. Smith there?
0: He speaks too fast a lot of the time. Oh you'll see him God. go into rants, and you'll also see that he messes up his words. There was a couple times where he was talking about the Kansas City Chiefs, and he was naming players <laughs> yes. that aren't even there anymore. And Teddy Bruschi and Max Kellerman are looking at the camera like, what in the world is this guy talking about? But we're getting off topic there. We need to get into the meat and <laughs> potatoes of this Yes, podcast. the
1: meat and potatoes. So Let's dig in, folks. Free agency is here in my weak announcing voice. But anyways, I, I, I don't know where you want to go with this, CJ. Are we just – running off names we need to start I, off with the big names that so, have come up. Okay. So I heard you wanted to divide it into three categories, but we'll get into that in just a second. Some of my top free agent signings. Um I, I mean, the Jags pick up Nick Foles. Four years, eighty-eight million dollars. Um obviously that's huge for Jacksonville. They've been inconsistent with Blake Bortles and yes. it's it's going to be interesting to see if Nick Foles has the weapons around him and um, the protection on the line to actually succeed. But I think the Jags have bumped up and made a big improvement by picking up Nick Foles. And Nick Foles finally gets a chance to start somewhere.
0: He gets $51 million guaranteed for this for this signing this was to be expected though the the signing of course he gets to be reunited with his offense coordinator John DeFlippio, who was his quarterback's coach in Philadelphia when they went to the Super Bowl so this was a little bit to be expected as well so because this has been a trend for Nick Foles if you can get a coach that is able to basically morph him into a, a powerhouse because he is a good quarterback we have said it on here many times when he has a good coach around him He is a good quarterback. We saw what happened with Jeff Fisher in St. Louis and L.A. We saw what happened with him. But when we saw Doug Peterson, who is an offensive-minded coach, he's able to give him the weapons that he needs, he can succeed. And he succeeded even in Chip Kelly's offense before he was traded away, of course. So, this was to be expected.
1: Yeah, and um, Nick Foles going to the Eagles. Um, Yeah, like I said before, great move, but – the next Going to the Jaguars? <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> not nah, yeah. I I saw this on the list. I got that confused. The Eagles reacquired Deshaun Jackson from the Buccaneers, mm-hmm. and I'm not really looking forward to the Redskins facing him again twice a year after that um, murder row in on at FedEx Field on Monday night. The no, the Monday night massacre that That's, was
2: nine years ago. Now was that? Yeah. Two
1: thousand ten or D- something. I, I watched the first play of that game. I saw Mike Tarico. What was the final I, score of that? Like fifty six
2: sixty three to ten or something? It was bad. Man, I don't know. But Oh oh, you know. You know the score. Yeah, but um
1: <laughs> Deshaun Jackson mm-hmm. uh I mean, you know, the Eagles could use another receiver. I mean Golden Tate and Deshaun Jackson, that could be deadly, but I'm not I'm not really sure. I feel like Deshaun was all right with the Bucks, but I think he's declining. So,
2: Yeah, he's he's 30, 32 now, so he's he's getting up there in age. And, uh, you know, your body breaks down, especially when you're playing football and you're getting hit a lot, especially at that position, um, getting hit by linebackers across the middle on that slant route. So, um, you know, he had four touchdowns last year and three the year before and then four the year before that. So he's a, consistent in that fact that you know, he can get you three, four, five touchdowns a season or so. He's not gonna he's not gonna pop off like he did, you know, in two thousand thirteen. Um when he was the last time he selected at the Pro Bowl, he had, you know, nine touchdowns, thirteen hundred thirty two receiving yards. So I mean, you can't expect that type of production. But, you know, with with the right um system in place, I think he can he can make an impact for sure for this offense.
1: Yeah, and with the Eagles, um yeah in the position they are with doug peterson and they made it to the playoffs last year but i i think i think it's going to be maybe another playoff team with this sean jackson and the rest of them but Especially the yeah first but of I, all
0: you're crazy to think that if this signing does not boast their offense they this is the thing that happened last year. They lost their deep threat in Tory Smith from their Super Bowl season, uh-huh. and last year they didn't have that deep threat. Alshon Jeffrey was hurt most of the
1: year. Yeah, and Deshaun is a great deep threat. And so
0: when you have him, and that was what he was used in his years in Philly, because mm-hmm. he was able to burn people. He was able to take double coverages. He was able to burn the safeties. And when I see this, I still see Carson Wentz being able to find him in open routes, of course, and he still has all of his other weapons at his disposal as well. Uh, Excuse me, Alshon Jeffrey, of course, Golden Tate, I don't know if he'll be there still. I, I, I honestly wouldn't be surprised if he accepts an offer from another team because he was only there for a trade from the Lions, but he has a lot of great Talent around him Zach Ertz is still there As well yeah I think they still need to find Another running back of course yeah. to Hopefully be a good insurance Policy behind Jay Ajayi
1: Yeah yeah I, I agree With that and um, It's gonna be interesting to See how this NFC East um Pans out but um, shame on You CJ you thought Deshaun Jackson's Original number was 11 On Twitter it was 10
0: yeah Well his Twitter at is one of One because so,
1: he changed it when he came to Washington because RG3 had the number. Corrected you. So yeah, correg- correct correct him I, on Twitter, at CJ yeah. Mentir. <laughs> okay, staying in the NFC East. I say we stay on the Eagles, though,
0: because they had a couple more transactions. Oh, that
1: yeah, Let, let's stay on the Eagles. Um, where the salary
0: were- cap is a myth with these guys this year, though.
1: Yeah. What Be- was the next one?
0: Malik Jackson is another one that they I did signed not have that f- seed. Three one. years, thirty million dollars for a defensive tackle. And this is another great acquisition. Like I said, the salary cap is a myth for these guys because they are they are struggling to to have enough money to give to these players because they just lost Tim Jernigan. They are not going to re-sign him. Jordan Hicks is now gone. Michael Bennett was traded to, to New the England Patriots. So, and now that you're struggling to pay these guys, you come in and bring in Malik Jackson for ten million dollars a year. He fits your defense perfectly. Let's not forget your defensive line. Is still this Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox, Malik Jackson, and Derek Barnett, who is gonna come back from an injury. And who knows, Chris Long might be back again.
2: Yeah, um, I think pairing him with Fletcher Cox, I mean those those two guys could wreak a lot of havoc in uh, especially in your division there, Josh. Yep. Whoever your quarterback's gonna be next year. Yeah, way I heard. Trust way, according to Stephen A. Smith, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that could be
1: I'm still wrapping my mind around that.
2: The Eagles could have put themselves over the top really with with these uh couple picks there. In that in that division. I'm not gonna yeah. go further than it, that it necessarily, may- but
1: Yeah, maybe could be uh, it's kind of
2: a dysfunctional uh division anyway. Yeah,
1: it's it's gonna be interesting. So um CJ, we stay in the NFC East or more <laughs> Eagles. Where you want to go from here
0: so, like I said, uh, I just want to talk about the Michael Bennett transaction just a little bit. He gets he wanted to not take a pay cut with the Eagles, of course, he was going to be due seven point two million dollars, and the Eagles were going to try and pay cut him, of course. And so he was traded to the New England Patriots and he was traded for, I believe, is a it was a fifth round draft pick and Michael Bennett that they got, but he is still due seven point two million dollars for the Patriots, which is fantastic for the Patriots, but not that's it for the Eagles in terms of big name contracts yeah, that and, they have signed.
1: And my going into my next point, the I, I think the real reason why free agency there are a lot of transactions this year. Nobody cares about loyalty; They just care about making all the money in the world that 's why they're getting traded left and right, signing different teams, different places you know and um that that that's was that was one of the things I wanted to talk about and um i I just think there's no loyalty anymore I'll get into that in a little
0: bit uh whenever we talk about Trent Brown, but for right now, yeah, I can kind of agree with you, but i'll get yeah. into that a little bit later yeah. when we talk about. Players like Trent Brown going to the Raiders for $66 million. <laughs>
1: yeah, so um, next one I want to talk about, staying in the NFC East. I disagree with this move, but I'm so glad the Redskins have Landon Collins. Six years, $84 million with $45 million guaranteed. Why do you but, disagree, though? Because why do we need to sign him when we still have Alex Smith who broke his leg that we need to pay? how is that going to happen i i feel like with this signing we're going to run out of money quickly i think alex smith is done o- okay but still he he needs to get paid he has to get paid he signed a contract
2: they're they're going to be able to pay him don't don't you worry about that
1: yeah i, you know? I know that but still you know you, you know the redskins just it's going to be <laughs> interesting but still the defense obviously beefed up It's a better. Bit. It's definitely,
2: yeah. it's going to be better than considering they stay healthy. That's going to be the key. You guys have the most guys on IR. What did you, 16 or 17? Second most, I think. Second. Okay. Yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't remember. It was close. The Patriots were up there too. They had 15 or 16 guys on IR, but yeah, you guys definitely are helped, I think by this, but here, here's my concern. And, um, this is a, a DC sports follower because, uh, although I am a Baltimore fan, I do follow the DC sports because we are close In that respect, so you know he had that great year uh, in 2016, his second year, he was all pro, Um, unbelievable. You know, five interceptions, had an interception for a touchdown. Um, Let's see, he had 100 tackles, which is which is crazy for a safety. Uh, I guess it's not a great sign if you're playing safety and you make all those tackles. But um, the last couple years, I mean, he hasn't come close to those numbers, and I think that's what's concerning to a lot of people. Um, Because, you know, you see all the banter on social media between the Redskins fans and all those folks who fight back and forth whether it's a good deal or not. Um, He made 12 starts last year, and he didn't really do much. I mean, he had 67 tackles. That was pretty much it. So, I mean, who knows? Maybe with this, you know, new location he'll find more success because the last couple years he hasn't been able to come close to those numbers he had in 2016 when he was – Again, when he was a unanimous All-Pro, which is in in your second season to be All-Pro at at safety is pretty pretty darn good.
1: So. Yeah, but um, I I really think their defense is going to get beefed up a little bit. But you you know it's the Redskins; you never know what's going to yes, happen.
2: That's what I was going to mention. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but um, this, this front office.
1: Yeah, and some Redskins who got shipped out, and Crowder signed with the Jets. Preston Smith, I cannot believe we let Preston Smith go. He was one of the best last year. and Dallas, picked up that uh, at, when Dallas came to Washington, picked up that fumble recovery. Oh my gosh! Preston Smith had a few picks last season too, but he he signed with Green Bay, and Ty and Secchi went to the Bills. If I can find where was it, um, yeah, Preston Smith, yeah, it was. He he played really well, but you know, the Redskins were bound to lose some guys. But Jamison Crowder, he really didn't play that well. He was injured for some of the season and um but Preston Smith, that's who I'm gonna miss the most from the Redskins.
0: So I agree with you on the Landon Collins whole thing, is that this is not the best signing to me for six years on this guy's contract with
1: alex smith to pay yes it's
0: that is true but i don't know for me it's his injuries the past two injuries that this guy has had he's had a broken forearm at the end of 2017 so he missed a lot of time and of course i think he missed most of training camp for that injury and then at the end of this past season he had a torn rotator cuff So you're losing precious time, and you're expecting the Giants to re-sign you when two years after your All-Pro season, you've been injured most of the time. And now that you're getting $84 million, and you're getting, what was it, $30 million guaranteed now from the Washington Redskins for six years, I don't like that signing at all. But you guys need help at safety with HaHa ha now going to test the free agent market? Yeah. You guys need help at free. The, yeah, there's no a, say, way
1: HaHa ha Clint Dix is coming back after. He, I mean, I don't blame he, him. he barely performed in Washington. Mm-hmm. I don't think they want him back. No. Yeah, but um, who are we moving on to now? So, the, the other one that I wanted
0: to go into was, let's talk about Trent Brown, of course. Three years, six excuse me four years 66 million (laughs) dollars to the oakland raiders this makes them the highest paid offensive lineman in the history of the nfl wow what this guy gets 66 million dollars because of one year that he had with the new england patriots as their left tackle He gets $66 million, and on top of that, this is a guy who played in San Francisco for his, I want to say, his first four years. He was a seventh-round draft pick, and he was off and on with the 49ers, didn't play a lot of games with them on the roster still, and then he comes to New England on a one-year deal, basically, and he's turned into a great offensive tackle. So that means he deserves $66 million and to be paid as the highest offensive lineman in the history of the NFL? What is this? Bill Belichick, there's a reason why he was so great is because they have a great offensive line coach over in New England. And Trent Brown wasn't even the starter at the beginning of the year. Isaiah Wynn was the starter as their left tackle, but he tore his Achilles. So Trent Brown had to come in, and he did just fine because, like I said, they have a great offensive line coach over there. When I see this, I I go, man, you really don't see how lucky you have it over in New England because now you're just going to get your money in Oakland. You're just going to get your money. That's all you're going to get. I don't see them being a powerhouse this year, even with the acquisitions that they have. I don't Antonio see Antonio Brown. Yeah, we'll get into that in a sec. But oh. I don't see them being a 12 win, 13 win team, because you ha, you just won a Super Bowl championship mm-hmm. with the New England Patriots, and this is where I want to go in to what we were talking about with loyalty. Is that Bill Belichick? He he already knows his players' worth. He already knows what his players are worth, and he already sees that. And whenever he sees that other teams are interested, he's like, okay, go ahead. I offered you this, and if teams are going to offer you that, take that. Because I don't need to have you here. Because I can easily win games without you. We've done it before, and we'll do it without you. And there's another one, Trey Flowers. Their defensive end is now going to Detroit for Matt Patricia Mm -hmm. reuniting there. And I see that, and I go, oh, you're getting five years for a deal with the Detroit Lions, and you're not going to win that much there in Detroit. You got two Super Bowl rings from New England. These players, free agency. It's all about being free. That's all it is. There's nothing else to it. These are two huge losses for New England, but they're not going to do anything to New England whatsoever.
1: Okay, just to interrupt, we have breaking news as of five minutes ago. The Arizona Cardinals signed quarterback from the Packers, Brett Hundley, oh. to a one-year deal. Hold on a sec. Hold oh, on a sec. Uh, Did no, you no. really
0: just interrupt <laughs> me to say on a one-year deal for a backup quarterback? You didn't Brett let Anthony? me
1: finish. You didn't let me finish. like a half an hour ago, I think. Oh, a one-year deal worth $2 million. The sources said, according to Ian Rappaport... At Rapsheet on Twitter The max value for a backup Quarterback is $3 million
0: Once again you stopped me in the middle Of talking about the Brett New England Huntley, Patriots really? For Brett Hunley oh, God, Why? That is not breaking
1: news to me Because the Cardinals spent $2 million On a backup quarterback
0: Yeah and they spent $7 million on old Terrell Suggs They have bad ownership. Yes Terrell
1: There's Suggs too
0: We'll get into him
2: does. They make bad decisions
1: yeah.
0: And and also they have a starting quarterback already in Josh Rosen, who I don't think is a starting quarterback, but they already have another kick, quarterback. The who knows, Probably. yeah, Brett Hundley. They're going That's <laughs> that's not breaking news though, Josh. Come but, on, no.
1: <laughs> I apologize. Continue. No,
0: but I'm I just, just
1: out here on Twitter mate, uh keeping you all updated. That's
0: okay. I just Where was I? Yeah, Trey Flowers. These players I guess they just don't want to win Super Bowls anymore. It comes down to me; they just see the money now, yeah. and and I don't get that now because isn't your ultimate goal to win a championship in in the NFL? I feel it is personally. I feel that it should be. Hey, I want to win. I want to win a big fat ring on my finger. But now that some of these players who play for New England, they already won those championships, and now they want to go to these other teams like. Trent Brown literally played one year with the New England Patriots. One year. And so, I see that and I go, yeah, there is no loyalty. Because, yeah, free agency, it's all about being free. You can get however much money you want, especially if you had a one stellar season. Josh Norman. Sorry. I, I didn't mean to say this. True. Yeah.
1: Hey, dude, <sighs> I want Josh Norman gone. Yeah. I feel like we could tra- the Redskins could trade him for a I lot. just really
0: wanted to pick on your redskins there.
1: I just to hey, Well, b- breaking news okay. again. So, see, it, this is better. Former Mevion is, is <laughs> Bell
0: is it Earl Thomas?
1: No. It's no. Cordero it Patterson. Okay. 5 million dollars per year to husband, sign but... with the Bears. Uh um How much? Vi- 5 million dollars. Okay. Um via Adam Schefter on Twitter 7:19 p.m. So that's something else. New, you know we're getting news by the minute. That's here. right. We're keeping you updated. Yeah, on the free agency podcast that's, here on the what, Josh Kirby on Sports here. Podcast. That's but right. yeah, um, jo- Josh Norman, I feel like the Redskins should do something with him.
2: All all he's done since he's got since he's got to DC and is complained. run his mouth about how great he is and about and try picking how a fight with seven, seven foot Taylor Lawan. He was a system cornerback in Carolina. That's. Yeah their system was perfect for his style of play he he can't cover one-on-one he just he's not that type of corner he's more of a zone corner which is what he did in Carolina and where he made his smack talking points for the Panthers And you know it goes to show you uh, what a great system can do for I guess an average player
0: on either side of the ball really but
1: all right CJ who are we talking about now
0: so, who in the world is Steven Nelson? Because the Steelers just picked him. Oh man, I don't want him. uh oh, he's just another free agent signing. That's all. Steelers. So the Steelers just picked up. Yeah, he's from like a third-string third corner, I want
2: to say. Maybe second-string <laughs> corner. Well, He's you definitely know. not one of their big names. Our guys. past
0: defense is already bad enough as it is, and you went after the 31st-ranked defensive <laughs> player right hey, now hey, from the, the s- Chiefs. The
1: Steelers need people who won't jump off sides three times on a game-winning yeah, field goal.
0: So the did truth. the Chiefs. They jumped off sides in the AFC Championship <laughs> game, man. How do well, you do that?
1: Yeah, didn't you – I, I thought I heard somewhere D4 was getting traded or something. No, he's
0: getting franchise tag. Yeah. They're using the franchise tag on which, him. Which they should do. So, next, I do, speaking of the Chiefs, Tyron Matthew got three-year. <sighs> he got year, paid well. Oh, uh, this, th- this hurts me a little bit because Eric Berry, we might see the last of him in Kansas City now that Tyron mm-hmm. Matthew is getting a big paycheck for three years, $42 million for the Chiefs. Because Eric Berry, of course, he is getting old. He's torn his Achilles mm-hmm. before, but he is a comeback player of the year. But I think that we might see the last of Eric Berry. But who knows? That might be a good dynamic duo with him and Matthew in the backfield because Berry does play the strong safety position. Uh, that is a huge pickup for the Chiefs. Might help their 31st-ranked defense this past season. <laughs> yeah, they need, they need some help. They need, and, of course, they're going to get a new defensive coordinator because they fired their defensive coordinator, of course. Uh, another one is Kareem Jackson, who was a longtime Texan for – uh, for the Texans. Three-year, $33 million to the Broncos. That's another huge pickup for that's a them. Good, that's a good pickup, yeah. They They've lost a couple secondary players. Bradley Roby is going to be testing free agency for the Broncos, of course. And to Talib, he's gone. He's been in L.A., of course, this past year. So all they got is Chris Harris, and Darian Stewart is not going to sign oh, with he's, the uh, – with the Broncos. And Darian Stewart, yeah, is a product of T.J. Ward, though, from back in mm-hmm. 2015 because T.J. Ward was like a safety blanket to him, allowing him to basically play in pass coverage, right. and then T.J. Ward would play the more pro linebacker yeah. position, down-in-the-box type of guy. So the Broncos, they're also shipping some offensive linemen from their team as well. Uh, Matt Paredes, their center, is now going to the Carolina Panthers now. On, in a shocking pickup, I thought he was going to go to the uh, New York Jets, actually, but he just signed a three-year, $27 million deal with the— Carolina Panthers. There's a lot of transactions going on here right now. A lot of numbers. And
1: the only person who didn't sign was Anthony Barr. He was going to go to the Jets, but he backed out. Adam Schefter said
0: that there's always one player that you get every single year Uh because of failed physicals, because of just not wanting to trade teams. This year is Anthony Barr. And he was, yeah, you're right. He was expected to sign with the... New York Jets, and I don't blame him for not wanting to sign with the New York Jets. Now he's going back to the Vikings for five years, $67.5 million right now. And I agree with this wanting to go back to the Vikings because he would not fit that system well in New York because Greg Williams is a 3-4 defensive guy. He is not a 4-3. And Anthony Barr, he plays more of a prototypical middle linebacker position Because in a 4-3, your outside linebacker plays back off the line. As opposed to a 4-3, you're basically a rush end. So he wouldn't fit that well in the system with Greg Williams. Yes, yes, former Redskins coach. Blah, blah, blah. Woo, go Redskins. (laughs) Shut up.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, but we, we totally forgot to talk about this. Case Keenum. Is in Washington now. He gets traded for a seventh is that round. Breaking
0: news. No, I know it's been a couple days now. Yeah, it, you talk about it because yeah. he's your quarterback now, man.
1: Well, there's no <laughs> official. Draft someone. No, I I heard that he's gonna be competing with Colt McCoy for the starting job, which Case will easily win. win. Yeah, 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 yeah sure. definitely. But um, who made that decision? <laughs> what do you mean? Competing
0: with Colt McCoy. If that man does not beat Colt McCoy. He's got (laughs) more issues than
2: one.
1: Yes. Yeah. But I really do like this signing. Case Keenum for only a seventh round pick in 2020. And we get a sixth round pick in 2020. And Case Keenum. Case Keenum just two years ago. Was in the NFC Championship game. The Minneapolis Miracle. He threw that pass to Stefan Diggs. And he. Knocked off the Saints, and
2: it—it wasn't just him. He had a great team around him. Yeah, a lot of weapons. Yeah, I mean, does he really have that in Washington? What do they have?
1: Yeah, y- you know, there are There aren't that many weapons, but still, there's we, none.
2: There, there are none.
1: We got a decent quarterback for
2: no. I definitely, I definitely think it's we a good
1: deal. we we got a decent quarterback for cheap because Denver is still paying out some of his contract, but the thing... because
2: John Elway doesn't know how to get quarterbacks.
1: <laughs> he should wrong. he should come out of retirement. and
2: He's like, what is he, 56 years old? I don't something? know, but
1: going back to my point here, <laughs> it's yeah. going to come down to if Case Keenum starts, does he have the weapons. But mm-hmm. I, I don't see it with Crowder going docks and doing next to nothing well, they're for gonna, the Redskins. They're going to have to draft at least two to three yeah, receivers. The, dr- at the least. draft, I'm hoping we pick Which, up... Some receivers. Yeah. Hopefully some Alabama receivers. <laughs> but drafting Alabama players haven't helped the Redskins much, but it, it's gonna be interesting to see, but I'm I'm hoping I I just don't know from yeah. the Redskins, but it's gonna come down to weapons for Case Keenum. They've
2: got they've got a lot of work to do. The skins do. In, yeah. In the draft, it, it's, and, and de- it's they're gonna have to pick and choose their needs because they've got so many needs yeah. on both sides of the ball. It's just like it's where defi- do you where do you cut and where do you you know yeah go, go full, yeah, full, yeah throttle. I you, I agree with that, but mm-hmm. it's
1: definitely gonna be um what is it I just lost it, it was on the t- it's definitely gonna be a rebuilding year for the Redskins. So. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Six I, and uh, ten.
2: Just just prepare yourself for six
1: it. six and ten. Yep. Nah. Yep, three and now. twelve, fourteen, y- whatever. You
2: think so? You think three and thirteen they're gonna be that bad? I
1: I don't know. I'll make my official prediction no, soon. Yeah, so um next on the list. Um Cole Beasley to the Buffalo Bills along yeah. with John Brown from your Ravens, Dan. Oh
0: you're losing you're losing so many there's just so many transactions now you give Josh Allen a little bit of firepower He's got at some least a yeah. little bit oh yeah <laughs> Zay Jones, Cole Beasley in the slot and then you got John Brown on the outside as well with him yeah you got some weapons out there for Josh Allen it's going to it's weird it's going to be weird seeing Cole Beasley without a Cowboys uniform yeah. though. I'm serious. Playing like there for so long, he he reminds me of just that white boy slot corner, I, white boy slot receiver that is able to basically make a lot of people miss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just it's gonna be weird see, seeing him not in a Cowboys uniform. He even tweeted saying, that, "Thanks, Cowboys Nation." Of yeah. course.
1: Yeah, and going to the Cowboys, they um lost David Irving forever. Yes, can we talk about that? Yeah, I want to. I mean, this goes to show you how America's team, the Dallas Cowboys, their players are a bunch of idiots. David Irving goes on Instagram live, smoking weed, and he quits. He just says, I, I didn't, I I didn't quit see the it. <gasps> I quit the
0: NFL. I quit the NFL. Yeah.
1: Uh, I mean... I'm literally speechless there, but the Dallas Cowboys are starting to become a bunch of trash players, and Jerry Jones needs to fix that.
2: Oh, he's he's a piece of work himself. The (laughs) problem with the Cowboys, and this has been the problem for them since they've won the Super Bowl, which I think now has been...
0: It was when I was born.
2: Yeah, 96, right? 95. 95, okay. Yeah, so the problem is Jerry Jones... He has to be involved with everything. He has to have his fingers in everything they do. And I think I think in some ways that distracts the team and that throws them off. But, I mean, th- this is crazy. It's the first time I've heard that story. I'm going to have to go uh, see if I can find that video and check it out. But, uh, yeah, that's that's insane. Like, See, that's the one thing I don't get about professional athletes when they do stuff like this. You have all that money, all that fame, and you just do something incredibly stupid. You wasted all. Throw it all away. You have all that talent and that God given talent, and you throw it all away. I just, I'll, I'll never understand that, honestly. Yeah, I, I, I don't
1: really either. I'm still speechless.
0: Yeah. So the, the thing for me is like, you're, you're saying that I want to quit the NFL because of the way that the NFL is handling the substance abuse policy, while well, you're literally smoking <laughs> the substance right there in the video, but. Another thing too is that of course we don't know what these NFL players go through they do take drugs to juice them up during the games because these guys are oh my god they're going through so much physical pain every single game and I understand that these are the best players in the world and they deserve to be on the field and they're going to they're going to face some pain yeah. but when the NFL is literally saying guess what we do not want you to take to relieve the pain is Marijuana. They made that
2: perfectly clear over and over
0: again. And for yeah. you to basically come out and say, that's stupid, man. I quit the NFL. What? What? You quit the NFL. You don't just quit the NFL, okay? What you say on there, you could tell that he was high whenever he was saying this, completely high. <laughs> you don't just quit the NFL. Yeah. There are legal procedures that will go through. And then you can quit the NFL.
1: Wait, wait, wait. So you're saying you just can't quit the NFL? You don't
0: just quit the
1: NFL. There was a Bills player who walked out at halftime and quit. He retired.
2: That has never been done before, and I don't think it'll ever be done again. That's all I have to say about that moron who quit in the middle of the game. What a loser. Because they were losing, that's why he quit, I think. That's why most people feel at least...
1: Yeah. Okay. There. Uh, but okay. There. okay move it, Moving right along. We're just going all over the place. Okay. Back to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mm. They are the class act organization. If I had to vote, the Pittsburgh Steelers are the new America's team. What about the? I'm just kidding. America's no, team. No, 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 no. I kidding. will
0: never say that my Pittsburgh Steelers are America's yes, team. Yes, they never... are,
1: and do you know why? Why? They moved Ryan Chazier's contract over to oh, 2019. Yes. yes, it is. Ryan okay. Chazier. Yes. I love that move. I mean, he, he's basically a support system for the Steelers. I I mean, in my opinion, CJ, you probably, probably know. Coach,
0: I, think. I yeah. So, for me, yeah, it... What I saw... 2 years ago when he was on his back all I could see was Vince Williams of course crying because you could see that something bad had happened and when I saw that all I could just think of was is man we just lost a great player because Ryan Shazier was coming into his own and of course yeah these past 2 years he's been a he's been a shining eye in the Steelers organization same thing with James Conner I look at these two guys, and I see guys who are basically now are fighting for their their career. They want to play. James Conner, he beat cancer. This is a guy who was, who was diagnosed with Hodgkin's lymphoma back in his junior year at Pittsburgh. And now Ryan Shazier has dealt with spinal damage, and the first time that he basically walked in public was at the NFL draft this really past cool. season. Mm-hmm. And so when I see the Steelers coming out and saying, we want to make sure that this guy stays a part of our organization. I love it mm-hmm. because he's a model to those guys. That, And when I see a guy like Antonio Brown, who, who all he cares about is his money, Ryan, Sh- Ryan Shazier just wants to play football one more time, yep. even if it's just one down. Just allow him to play one more time. And to see this, to allow him to stay as a part of the team and allow him to get his medical insurance and to still add to his NFL pension, which will allow him to be set up for life, basically. It's a class act by the Steelers. And I know that because it's what Dan Rooney would have done. And, mm-hmm. it's, and it's sad to see him still gone, but I know it's what the Rooney family has always been about. And that's why when I see these fans saying, oh, the Pittsburgh Steelers screwed up with Antonio Brown, I can't believe this organization. And then you'll come back and you'll say, what a class act by the Steelers doing this. What? 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 <laughs> you, you're not a real fan, man. I would take Ryan Shazier, who can't even walk. Over Antonio
1: Brown, right? He's got now. one
2: million yeah. times the heart and soul that Antonio Brown has. There's no <laughs> doubt in my mind. Yeah,
1: but um, he's—they're deferring most of that money to his pension, though, like for retirement. So they're still going to give it to him. I mean, he's definitely it's, set for life. You know, he will oh, be yeah. on the physically unable to perform, but he will still be with the team, and it he should and, be. I, I'm hoping he comes back to play. Like classy move. I don't. I don't know a lot of teams that would do that. I you really know, it, it's not can't really think it's, of any. Uh, it's not knows. really free agency news, but you yeah. know, he he's still going to be with the Steelers. I mean,
2: it's it's relatable. to NFL yes, news. It yes, is. It is. Yes. So um, that, I love that story. It's great.
1: Yeah, it, it's amazing, and so I can see CJ's tears. He's so happy by the Rooney family right now.
2: <laughs> Just a classy family, and this is coming from uh, their most bitter rival. Oh uh, yeah. Um, they've so, always. They've always. Run that
0: organization with class, as far as I'm concerned. All
1: right, concerned. who, who? Latavius Murray to the New Orleans oh, who Saints. Cares?
0: We could see the last of Mark Ingram now. It's probably going to be the end for Mark Ingram because Alvin Kamara is still going to be their running back. But yeah, four years, fourteen and a half million dollars with the Saints. Oh, that's a that's a very generous doing by Latavius. Not taking as much money, only fourteen and a half million dollars, but. Yeah, you're getting a great a great dynamic duo still with Alvin Kamara and Latavius Murray still. I feel that what he did up in Minnesota, he was overshadowed by Dalvin Cook, of course, but he was also a good running back in Oakland, I felt. So this is a good pickup for the Saints who who seem to have an act for having dynamic duos and succeeding with that. Another one, Teddy Bridgewater, has been re signed by the Saints. Because Sean Payton came out and said, I have my guy who, was, who will succeed um, Drew Brees when he retires. And that's Teddy Bridgewater, he says. So, Teddy Bridgewater will most likely be a starting quarterback coming up very soon once Drew Brees retires.
1: Yeah, I mean, Teddy, good plan. I mean Teddy Bridgewater. I was at that Redskins-Vikings game where Teddy Bridgewater got reactivated. Um, Not, when was it last? No, two years ago. Two years ago. Yeah, um, he was there. My family friends who we went with were Vikings fans, so they were yelling, Teddy! And, it, you know, just like they were glad to see him back and all that. And Teddy might get a... a-
2: String of bad luck. Yeah, and
1: and he was getting emotional. Bad injuries. He he got emotional over the whole thing. And I I I hope Teddy gets another chance to play down the line. I do too. He's a good quarterback. I I really do. So um, seems like a seems
2: like
0: a classy guy too. Yeah. So I know. I don't know much.
1: So, are, are are we getting breaking news, CJ? What what else we got on that?
0: No, I I wanted to talk about just some more acquisitions from your Ravens dropping players like flies. Yeah. CJ Mosley, what the hell, man?
2: Yeah, I don't. I don't Why? I don't understand that one. I,
0: I, I am a Steelers fan, but I have been such an advocate for this guy. He is an Alabama middle linebacker. The six, he succeeded freaking Dante Hightower, who we all know is a good linebacker, and he has been fantastic at Baltimore. You guys even picked up his fifth-year option, and you don't sign him. Yeah, that seems to be a trend here with a lot of teams. You sign, you pick up their fifth-year option from their rookie contract, but then you don't sign him, and now he's getting the big bucks up in New York. Five years, $85 million. Yeah, I
2: think it's... Uh... Unfortunately it's 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 a money game like we've been talking about the whole time and I feel like the Ravens have a new uh general manager. Um Ozzie Newsom is no longer um the GM, so you got Eric DaCosta in there now and he I think I think they're trying to get younger, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense with CJ Mosley because he's only like twenty seven years old or something like that. So he's not that old. But um you know, I, I think the biggest thing is is they're trying to save money and maybe they're trying to target some uh, free agents that you know I, I'm, I'm not sure exactly I'm not in there for an office or anything but yeah. uh, it's it's obvious I mean they're trying to get younger on defense I, I think Terrell Suggs made sense in, in in a way it kind of sucks but that that move kind of made sense and Weddle kind of makes sense but this one is one I agree CJ it's just like what do you I mean he's been an absolute stud especially the last couple of years like he's really coming to his own his the first few years in the NFL, like. I think our expectations, which were extremely high when he was drafted, were that he's going to be the next Ray Lewis. Like, he's going to, he's going to take over our franchise. He's going to be here for 20 years. And, and those types of players just don't come around that often. They're once-in-a-lifetime players. And um, so I think we had that expectation coming in. We needed to chill a little bit and just see how it plays out. But, yeah, this one, is, this one stings a lot. I think the other other uh, acquisitions or, um, release or releases – the other uh, free agents that have departed make sense. Um, Zadarius Smith, of course, was another one, another linebacker that we lost to. I mean, he's like a th- second or third string guy. He's He didn't see a whole lot of playing time. He's average, maybe. But, uh, yeah, C.J. Mosley's definitely one that like I was like, my eyes popped out of my head when I saw that. I was like, you got to be kidding me, really? So, yeah, but $85 is a lot of money. And I think at the end of the day, with the new general manager, you know Eric DaCosta, he's trying to save money, trying to cut – uh, trying to give more salary cap room wherever he can. So I think that's what the whole plan is here. But, uh, but what do I know?
1: Yeah. And I, I still can't believe that they got rid of Terrell Suggs too. That was unexpected. I, uh, that blew, blew my mind. He's been there forever. Mm-hmm. So,
2: yeah, that I, I was a little surprised too, but you know, he hasn't really done much the last couple of years. He's, he's 37 years old now. Um, I mean, what do you expect a 37-year-old pass rusher to be able to do at this point? I mean, there's guys who can still do it, but you're not going to be the same level you were 10 years ago. Um, of course, he was Defensive Player of the Year, I want to say, uh, 20 th- 2013, 2012? 2011. 2011, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that was, that was his peak, I think, and he, it's been going down ever since. But really, after Ray Lewis left, he was the leader of the defense. So I think, again... His departure kind of hurts us in that respect. We don't have that heart and soul in our defense that we had, which I think Eric Weddle kind of brought too. I mean, he only played for us for three years, but uh, you know he was he was the kind of guy that would get us fired up and stuff like that. So, um, I'm I'm not sure what their master plan is here. I, I, they're loading up on draft picks. That's for darn sure. So we'll see if they go after and try to fill the void in the draft. But it's going to take you know it takes a couple years for those guys to develop anyway. So um, yeah. It's it's been frustrating cuz every time I turn my phone on it's like the Ravens a former Ravens player goes elsewhere and it's just like man like can we please re-sign somebody um like John Brown you know I he had his moments but I understand that one but like I said the only one that really I was just like damn really was CJ Mosley so yeah I agree with CJ on that one
1: Yeah um Yeah that's
0: the the Cardinals are really bolstering their defense though, because yeah. they yes. did sign Jordan Hicks as well in the Eagles. What in the world are you doing? Why would you get rid of Jordan Hicks? Oh man. Now you don't have a, of course you have Nigel Bradham as a great linebacker for you guys, but Jordan Hicks, he's a, he's a good middle linebacker. So to see him go to Arizona, the Arizona Cardinals are picking up some players for their defense. Yeah. Eric Weddle going to the Rams. They also re-signed, uh, Dante Fowler to a one-year deal, $14 million, giving him a chance because he only came in a trade from Jacksonville, of course. And I think that's a good pickup for them as well. Uh, Giving him that show year, I guess you could say, because Indomitian Sue did that this past year, but he still hasn't been signed, of course, because it's only the first two days of free agency, of course. But the Rams are bolstering their team. And, I just want to point this out. Like, I, I, made, I made a joke to my friend who's a huge New York Jets fan, and I said, could you guys now, with all these acquisitions, win more than four games now, please? Because we'll – And then I said, oh, it's back to two because Anthony Barr just backed out of the deal <laughs> with the Jets, and now he's back with the Vikings.
1: Yeah, and, and Crowder, that signing, as I said earlier, uh, I, I'm not sure if he'll play well. I He's just got to stay healthy.
2: Yeah, that's been his biggest issue in, in Washington was staying healthy. If I could go back to Weddle real quick. Yeah, sure. Um, you know, he – the last, like – well, well, the time he spent with us, which was only three years, he's been more of, like, a guy that they put down in the box. They've done, like, a, a safety – they've done a lot of safety blitzes. They've done a lot of packages where he <clears> – <throat> excuse me, lines up, like, a defensive end sort of and disguises. And he, he's done a great job of stopping the run. Um, more so than you know, getting interceptions. He's on. He had. Um. He had a. He had a lot of picks in 2017, though. He had six picks in 2017, and four in 2016. Now he didn't have any last year. Um, but like I said, they've they've been playing him a lot more shallow. I feel like, and especially especially last year, uh, he was m- mainly used as like a. I mean, that's what free safeties. Can kind of roam about Somebody
0: The Browns <laughs> just <laughs> traded for odell beckham jr <laughs> are
1: you kidding oh this just broke
2: i saw that an nfl team was to, er, at, oh,
1: at, m- team was at mike garofalo the browns have traded oh, for odell man. beckham jr two i'm sorry we minutes ago. There, damn oh,
0: <laughs> the
1: browns are gonna win the oh, super, super oh, bowl what did the giants do there I thought Odell Beckham was doing well. I, I told you, that's why I'm on my phone on Twitter for breaking news like this, and we just broke the this news. This is breaking news, though. Brent Huntley is not. not breaking news, okay? <laughs> we don't care about 1st <laughs> quarterback. The Browns traded for Odell Beckham. Can, can we get some details on this? Like, I I'm retweeting this right now, and – Oh my! <laughs> okay, well, it was two minutes ago, Josh. So how in the world are
0: we supposed to know the details? I don't, it? I don't know. It's hey, gonna take at least another two minutes.
1: Any thoughts? Oh look at that! They already I mean, photoshopped what? him in a Browns jersey with his, um wavy r- <laughs> b- blonde hair. Sports Illustrated tweeted a minute ago. Wow! That uh, C.J. You're stunned by this. No what lie. What are your thoughts? I'm a
0: Ravens fan, how do you think I feel? <laughs> I'm a Steelers fan. How do you think I feel? Yeah, we well, the Browns just this. the Browns. Oh man, we we thought the Browns were a laughing stock two seasons ago. We used
2: to have <laughs> no. an incompetent GM. Now they have a guy in there who knows what the hell he's doing, and it's scary. It's mm-hmm. really scary.
1: This uh, i this is huge. Twitter is blowing up now. Baker Mayfield has a target to throw to. Baker Mayfield might go off this season.
0: Well, he we had multiple targets to throw to with Jarvis Landry, of course. Mm-hmm. But now he's getting – oh, my Odell, God. I mean, that's Odell step. and Jarvis together now. The LSU teammates oh. reunite together oh
2: in Cleveland. Oh, my gosh. Now you really have to feel that they're going to be tough to beat. Yep. It, Adam
1: Adam Schefter just tweeted it two minutes ago confirming Mike Garfola's report. Everybody's saying um, the Giants the are idiots. Loses AB,
2: gains OBJ. That's the Ravens, ESPN That's
1: oh my gosh! Oh. <laughs> we lose one diva and we gain another. <laughs> no, I
0: don't want that. We'll what? If, Odell f- Beckham's
1: even more of a diva. Okay, okay. So what if Odell Beckham? The whole body apart, what if Odell Beckham just got traded to the Steelers? No. Hypothetically,
2: <laughs> you, you replaced one with another. Oh, Probably man. one that's worse. One that married one of those kicking. Mats. Are you?
1: Oh yeah, that going was, back to the good old days. Dude, that
2: was the most outrageous thing I think I've ever seen. Watching. Film. Yeah,
1: I'm. I'm tweeting this right now during the podcast. What are? Excuse me. What that's are the Giants? You doing? keep Eli
0: Manning, and you trade Odell Beckham,
1: Pat Shermer. What are you
0: doing? <laughs> what are you doing? You just put them on a good team. You have been – you just they gave him a chance. Him to a
2: bad team.
0: <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. give him to Arizona. <laughs> yeah. They don't got a quarterback. Or give him to Washington. They don't got a quarterback. <laughs> you give them to friggin' Cleveland who has a quarterback. Uh, God
1: it hurts. Yeah, but – it doesn't hurt for me because that's what one less player the Redskins have but to worry we have about. Have
2: to worry about them two times a year. I was that's say, awesome. We're better teams than your. Yeah, I, I, so can't wait, I can't wait. I can't wait to
1: watch the Browns play the Steelers. That's going to be interesting.
2: It was interesting last year with playing the Ravens and the Steelers. They actually beat us one game, twelve to nine. I Wow. A game.
1: Baker Mayfield must be having a blast right Vegas. now. Uh, I I don't think there are any other um, breaking reports as that's, of right that's now. That's the
2: biggest one we've... Yeah,
1: that's paid. why, that's that's why, why I was on my time. phone. This is the trade deadline special. This is. It's yeah. official. Odell Beckham to the Browns. And CJ had have Nick
2: Chubb, too. Don't forget about that.
1: Oh, my. The Browns? The Browns? The
2: Nick Chubb. Play action to Nick Chubb and fire it down to Hold Odell. on a sec.
0: We are really just talking for, like, five minutes on how the Browns have weapons <laughs> right now. Two years ago, they went freaking game, and now they're all, they're almost probably the number one team in the AFC it has North. has to be,
2: like, the quickest rebuild I've seen in quite a while. Then that general manager knows what the hell he's doing. And it's, honestly, I am frightened... To play them now. I was frightened last year, and they didn't even have that many weapons last year. Now, phew, that could be a guaranteed L twice a year. <laughs> yeah. I'm not as worried about Pittsburgh anymore. I'm definitely not worried about Cincinnati. They... They they're terrible. They're dysfunctional.
1: Trade terms just came oh. out via Adam Schefter at 801. A the Giants received a first round pick in 2019, number 17 overall. Oh, the Browns' second third round pick this year in safety Jabril Peppers. Okay, what?
0: <laughs> what? No, no, what? You. What are you doing? You—that That is your weak point, though, is your defense. You traded away. In oh, the, Brown,
1: the Browns just got Odell Beckham for all that.
0: I feel bad for Jabril Peppers. Oh, man, you're going to basically – I understand the trade, though. He's a replacement for Landon Collins up in New York, of course. But you just – oh, man, you, you couldn't have traded – oh, man. That's, that. That one's a hard one for me. That really is, because your defense is your weak point, I feel. Your defense is, and Jabril Peppers was a good stepping stone last year.
1: Oh my gosh. Wow. That's crazy.
2: It's it's just, that's the theater of NFL free agency, baby. You never know what's going to happen. Yeah, I know that. And this was really unexpected, at least from my perspective. I mean is this been in is this been in the news where he was, I I, I, saw, I, saw I literally today, just saw it. It said it said uh he's meeting with an AFC team but it didn't say who, AFC North team but it didn't say That's who. That's crazy. They I was hoping it was the Ravens but him. actually I don't really want them to be honest.
1: I uh, I'm texting all my Giants fans right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's
2: crazy. Um they gave up a lot but I mean he could really put them over the everybody's top. Everybody's tweeting saying They could the, be they could be a 9 or 10 win team. I mean possibly. That defense needs some work, obviously, but yeah, it's but that but that offense is extremely dangerous.
1: Yeah, they're they're say they're saying the Browns are going to be fun to watch this year with Odell. Oh my god, the Browns are going to be a team to watch. I I'm I'm calling it right there. I'm calling it right there. CJ he CJ scrolling all over Twitter, but it. They're going to be a team to watch. Dan's probably writing about this right now on the newspaper article. But, um, (laughs) CJ, I I don't know. Are there any other free agents we need to talk about?
0: So, yeah, I just want to talk about one, two more, actually. Yeah, We'll go Tyshawn Gibson, who was a player for the Jacksonville Jaguars. He was released from them. And I am very shocked by this. And he was just signed by the Houston Texans. Of course, a good replacement for Tyron Matthew now. Of course, that bolsters their defense. And then finally, we never talked about my boy Antonio Brown. We actually never talked about him on this show. I can't be more happy to see him gone right now. I really couldn't be more happy to see him go to a team that will hopefully win five games. Because I and, and also, Le'Veon Bell, wherever he goes, I hope he misses his offensive line that he had. I really hope he misses our offensive awesome. line because this is coming from a Ravens fan who literally had a great defensive line. He also had Terrell Suggs, and they had issues with our offensive line, of course. And I'm glad to see – yeah, I'm glad to see Antonio Brown gone because this is all about his image. And I know that he accepted this trade because he's like, ooh, we're going to Vegas next year. So why don't I get in on this so I'll be an even bigger – bigger bigger figure in the NFL so I'm glad to see him gone and I'm glad that a team like John Gruden and the Raiders will hopefully kick him in the nads and get him back to playing football instead of just being an absolute twat to people I'm I'm still
1: stunned over this but
2: you're not the only one trust me
1: yeah Frightened what what were your thoughts when you saw that CJ and you just covered your mouth and shook around in your chair? That was that yeah, was funny. kind of looked
2: like he had like a mini no, seizure.
1: Yeah, but you know we saw it at the and same. time. I had one time. in my head. Yeah, we saw it at the same time. A I seizure yeah. man. Okay, <laughs> mini seizure. Yeah, but
2: tiny seizure. Yeah,
1: there is there any more? Uh, well, I I want to make sure the fans are getting. Everything. This
2: is, this is
0: the latest. I, mean, I don't think latest. I can do any more math right now, Josh. I don't think I can say any more numbers.
1: No, but I'm just saying is, are there any more free agents we need to go well, over?
2: Uh, apparently on the Le'Veon side, while well, we're still talking about him, Uh-oh. the Jets made a final offer to him. Let's see what time this was. It
0: probably will through.
2: This was like six hours ago, but apparently the Ravens are still in the running for him. So the it's Ravens? Like Ravens? versus Jets.
0: He's asking to get $15 though. to $16 million a year, though.
2: Yeah, he's asking for a heck of a lot of money. Maybe that's why the Ravens are. Oh God, maybe that's why they're. Uh, you know, cutting, getting rid of so many players, releasing so oh many contracts. They're
1: doing edits on Twitter now. Odell is coming to Cleveland.
2: That's insane! What, what? a trade! Man, I wish hard. Knocks are so
1: stupid. I wish hard knocks so was... stupid. I wish Hard Knocks would come back to Cleveland just to see Odell Beckham. No, was that
2: you don't. was that last year or the year before? Yeah, Hard
1: Knocks was back. last year in Cleveland. Year. That was amazing. And then when you saw the turn of events from watching Hard Knocks and then seeing what happened throughout the season, it's so interesting. But yeah. Hard Knocks, you get so much access.
2: Yeah, I've seen I've seen some of the older older ones like the the Ravens one and the uh, I'm trying to think of the other ones I've seen. But yeah, the yeah the Hard Knocks things are cool. Yeah. So, have they announced where they're going to do that yet?
1: Not not yet.
2: Probably go to Oakland or something.
1: Yeah, but I I think I think that's it. I'm not seeing much anything else unless I'm missing something, CJ.
2: I think we covered everything. All right. Well, we were cover.
1: uh well, that was fun just breaking that news. I know this is pre-recorded, but yeah. we upload this as soon as we're finished. But this is amazing. We broke the news to you all, but you all will probably know it by the time Odell—I mean, by the time we posted. But, but we did it live. No, our live reaction. We did it live. Yep. That it's going to be interesting. We'll do it live. We'll do it. Live. I'll write
2: it, and we'll do it live.
1: <laughs> yeah, but um. <laughs> Before we go, um, Dan, tell the, um, my viewers where to find you and where you, to find your articles. Because where to I'm, find my
2: articles, absolutely. Yes. If you go to Collegiate, if you just do a little Google search here. Uh, he's you do Google I'm going to do it with you here. Collegiate Times. And Collegiate Times Sports is probably the best way to find me.
1: And that's Doo-doo. a that's a Virginia Tech student newspaper? That's correct,
2: yes. Yeah, it's, it's a Virginia Tech student newspaper. And actually, my article is still there on the home page. So it's right up top there. Lady Hokies ACC title run falls short in second round. So I wrote that one a couple days ago, 3 days ago now. So that's still up there. Um check it out. I have I guess I have two two um two articles that I've written that are like game that are game recaps. Oh, so um, there's this one, and then I wrote another one for the women's basketball team. So
1: yeah, so, check those out. Uh, yeah, so before we go, I yeah. forgot I forgot to talk about this. Um, tell us a little bit, um, quick, very quick. Okay. Um, Virginia Tech sports. Give us a quick rundown: how's men's basketball, women's basketball, the men's doing?
2: basketball team? They're going to be the fifth seed in the ACC tournament, and as we've all seen this year, the ACC is extremely difficult. Um, you know, a lot of people are picking Duke to win the ACC tournament. Um, we're with we're going to be without our best player, unfortunately, Justin Robinson. He's not going to be back.
1: He got the start though.
2: Well, he he was out on the court and did the tip off, and then he he didn't do anything. They just took him right out of the game.
1: Yeah, that, but yeah. that that was a good move. That was that was
2: classy. Him. Yeah, that was classy for um, Buzz Williams. And um, so there was that, and. Um, the women's basketball team, of course, they just got done with the ACC tournament. They lost in the second round, but they started off the season rough. They were 0-7 in conference play, and I think they finished—oh, gosh, I don't have it. I think it's four—they won four games, so they won quite a few games. They won—sorry, they finished 6-10 in conference play. So they started 0-7. They won 6-3 if my—I know I'm a communications major, but my math, I believe, is right there, 6-3 <laughs> down the stretch. Which is pretty darn good. And they, they beat they beat a top fifteen they beat a number fourteen team. I, be, I believe that was the first game I covered. They beat Miami. And that was that was fun to talk to the coach after the game. He was pretty pretty thrilled about that. So yeah. Um obviously the football season, um, we had a pretty good I'll just go down here real quick. We had a pretty good uh recruiting. We did pretty pretty good job recruiting, I should say rather, um this off season. And I think we were ranked in the top 20 as far as that's concerned with all the Power 5 schools, which considering the season we had, is pretty darn good. Of course, Clemson and Alabama were up there in the top three and the top two. So, um, it's hard to compete with those schools, um, as far as recruiting concerned, because as soon as they kick people out the door, they have, you know, five and six, seven five-star recruits coming right in behind them. So, um... It's very difficult to compete both in football and basketball in that conference, especially yeah. now with, of course, I mentioned Zion. We don't know if he's going to come back or not. Carolina's got a darn good team. UVA, if they don't screw it up, they've got a damn good team too. So, uh, you know, it's going to be extremely extremely difficult in the ACC tournament. And I don't have very high expectations for the NCAA tournament, I'm going to be honest. I mean, we're missing our best player. How far can we get? I We, we could probably win a first-round game, but I don't know much after that. So that's about my... My bullcrap. crap, yeah. Them. Virginia and, Tech sports,
1: yeah. And um, one more yeah uh, question. Sure, um, Virginia Tech, a whole bunch of people football. there yeah. a whole bunch of people entering the transfer portal. Yes. are they on the verge of a rebuilding year?
2: Here's here's the thing with that. Now, this is um, this f- past season was the f- was the first year without Frank Beamer's recruits, so. The last recruiting class that Frank Beamer had was not this season, but the season before. So I think it's part of the growing pains with a new coach. Is Justin Fuente is complete has a completely different personality than Frank Beamer does. Frank Beamer is like a fun loving kind of guy, and Fuente is really a no nonsense type of type of coach. And I think a lot of the players just didn't like that. But also, this is happening throughout college football. This transfer port, transfer portal path. Transfer portal is as uh, is a new thing that started this off season, and I think you are going to see a lot more college players take advantage of it in in the future. I don't know if I called it a rebuilding year, I mean, Josh. Their schedule so weak next year. We have like three FCS games scheduled for next year. You should come down because we should whoop these teams by fifty points. Knock on wood. If if we lose more than three games, we've got a lot of issues. Mark my words. Write it down. March twelfth, two thousand
1: nineteen. What's that?
2: If if we lose more than three games, we've got a lot of issues.
0: It's today's date, Josh.
1: Oh yeah. What's <laughs> that? <laughs> that's that. Yeah.
2: That's that that's all I have to say about that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and as you know, Sharando boy Dylan Rivers down yes. there. He actually got some starting he played, time.
2: He played pretty well. Um, you know, he had his he had his fair share of uh Growing pains, but he's only he's he's still young. He'll be a junior next year, so he will be. I think he's going to be ready to kick some rear. Of course, he he battled some injuries this year too. He had a bad one in the Boston College game. I want to say at the beginning of that game, I was at that game and he got hurt, and I was like, man, that's that sucks. So I uh, yep. hope hope he comes back with a full recovery and helps to lead that defense. Still still got a young defense, and the concerns are in the secondary. So crossing our fingers that we patch that up some.
1: All right. No more free agency news. So we're going to end it. 73 minutes of free agency is good enough. So Dan, once again, thank you so much. Thanks so much for having me. I hope to to come back. No, definitely. You're always welcome on the Josh Kirby on sports podcast family. Bless you. Yeah. Yeah, man. And always a pleasure, Dan. Thanks once again. CJ, any last thoughts? (laughs) <laughs> uh, my brain hurts from numbers. <laughs> nah,
0: this was a crazy first couple of days, and there's probably more to come. Yes. There probably still be more to come. I I don't and know I if can't... this is a
1: big deal, but Le'Veon Bell changed his Twitter profile buttons to the color green.
0: I know, I did see that, and my friend thought it was for the New York Jets, and I and I played a joke on him, and I probably and I said it's probably for the Green Bay Packers, but no, nah, it's not going to be for them. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh well, we'll see what happens. He's not going to get fourteen to fifteen million dollars a year, though. He it, will not. It's
1: going to be interesting. And on next week's show, we're definitely going to talk. If Le'Veon Bell gets signed, we'll definitely be talking about that. One more that.
2: quick, funny thing here: I, I get uh, alerts from uh, NFL Throwback their YouTube channel. Okay, and they just posted Odell in the Kicking Net Part Three from oh. twenty sixteen. So of course. <laughs> As I talked about that earlier that's his when the Ritchkins debacle beat with them. the uh, knocking the kicking net over twice I think and then proposing to it which was so weird so so strange. Anyway, yeah. that, that's
1: all I got. I will leave you with this, the tw- Browns 2019 depth chart via Bleacher Report on Twitter. Quarterback Baker Mayfield, running back Nick Chubb, wide receiver Jarvis Landry, wide receiver Antonio Callaway. wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr., tight end David and
2: That is a stacked offense, man. Yeah, unbelievable.
1: With a meme of Tyron Lue just with his jaw dropped. Oh, I th- that's Ble- <laughs> that's Bleacher Report's tweet right there. But no more breaking news. I'm just making sure. And yeah. We're calling it. um, Any more news, we'll post out on our Twitter page and Instagram, um, Josh Kirby on Sports Podcast and Kirby on Sports on Twitter. So, CJ. Thanks once again. Always a pleasure. Dan, I we'll, uh, hope to see you on the show again soon. Hope to be on. Thanks a lot. Yeah, man, not a problem. But so we're much. we're going to wrap things up. Um, thanks so much to Rat 11 Chips for sponsoring this episode of the Josh Kirby on Sports Podcast. Thanks to Dave Johnson for our intro as always. And mild swagger by Cosmo on premiumbeat.com. And tune in. For a special edition of the Josh Kirby on Sports podcast later this week, I won't get into much detail, but since we had this free agency special, I have a special short show coming up later this week, and you will get more details then, but be on the lookout for that so till next time, make sure you find us youtube twitter, Instagram, Facebook. And we're on Spotify, Google Play, and um, Apple Podcasts. Yep, that's all the time we have. Thanks, guys. That was really fun. That's free agency in a nutshell. Miss the stock of our trades in free a- <laughs> agency. CJ wants me to cut this off, so yep, we're cutting it off. Till next time, we say so long and peace out.